Welcome to Morning Minute. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 345, property sale contracts, what to look for, when you should request it, are you wasting your money requesting it at when you viewed the property? Let's talk about it. Let's converse. Jeff Luby, how are you? Mark Novak, good morning. Mark, mask, mandate, Mark Novak. <laughs> Everyone got their mask today? Always, always. COVID safe. <laughs> it's on. It's on. Hey, uh, you know what I just thought to myself for these masks? Um, if you're in a casino or uh, a place where they've got facial recognition, um, these don't work. Yeah. Uh, you remember there was the Arabic community that was upset because they had to be masked and then there was the security concerns with the masks uh, mm. uh, and then now everyone's going to these. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. 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 All right. Hey, like, asking for a contract, Michael, it's a big myth. So when people come to open houses, whether it's an auction or whether it's a for sale property, it's the done thing that if you next the next way people think possibly they can ask or to show their interest more is by asking for a contract. Is it a waste of time? If you are getting a contract, what should you look out for inside of the contract? Should you yeah. try to be a lawyer? And, and that's the thing as well. And what we're talking, especially the timing, because there's obviously the time and place to have the contract reviewed obviously prior to signing and exchanging but where we're talking a lot right now is you've just viewed the property you're wanting to potentially make an offer and i think a lot of people just think it's the next step like request a contract like and you even hear agents talk talk about it with the owners 10 people requested a contract and it's like okay that's good but what does it really mean? What's in the contract? Let's look a bit deeper. Is there stuff you can look at yourself before you make that offer? Because we're set on many shows, make an offer, it's free. Get to know where the price is. Because, Mark, how, how often do we see buyers, they love a property, they request a contract, they do the strat, like they're requesting a strata report, the builder report, all before they've made an offer. And sometimes they're it's out of their price range. So the point of this show is to people because in the new year, a lot of people are going to be coming into the market for the first time, back into the market, and we sort of want to guide you on what we do, what we recommend, and a little bit of that path of what is in the contract because people are worried about getting screwed. Let's face it. They're wor- but I've never really seen it. How many times does a buyer ask for a contract and say we're not going to buy it because of what's in the contract? It doesn't happen. The contract's always very neutral. You know, you're not going to build a contract for an auction property as a solicitor that's going to scare off all your buyers. So all the buyers asking for the contract is sort of like, I guess if you're going to be bidding and you're going to get your lawyer to check the contract, sure. But I reckon 90% of the contracts we issue are just for prospective purchases, just to have a little massage over them. It's not really for a purpose of of, you know, I'm going to be bidding at the auction, I need to give it to my lawyer. Yeah, but this is like 100% for before you sign the contract, but just a typical sale for a private treaty, like the first open, it's almost like their biggest obstacle. And let's like you look at a sale contract and everyone should read one. If you're an agent and you haven't read one, you definitely should be reading it. Like your first 15 pages is a standard clause 
So there's nothing there. Then your other major things, ignore a lease because that's where it can be. Like there's, you've got to look at that. So ignore a property with a lease at the moment. So what else would be in the contract? You've got the strata plan. That is something a buyer can review themselves. What are you buying? That's important. Check this floor plan. Big things to look for there is like courtyards mark, balconies, car spaces. But the buyer can look at that themselves. Uh, then you've got the title. The title comes from the council. It's pretty straightforward. Um, and also the front page is the big, one of the biggest things, the inclusions, is the aircon, is the dishwasher. A lot of that stuff, a buyer can really look at themselves um, before, like when making an offer rather than sending it to a lawyer, paying $1,000 for it to be reviewed and then making your offer and it could be well out. So you've got to arm yourself and what's actually in a contract and what can you check what your to look for? What what would you look for? So, look. First of all, I think as a buyer, don't don't think that it's your um, that it's a necessity to ask for a contract. Like it's not. It's really a lawyer thing. Yeah, um, I think I think what you really want to organise first is um, your el- eligibility to buy. Will they accept your offer um, and stuff like that? Then it will go over to. Then I'd start spending money going over to your lawyer and saying. Look, can you check my contract? Can you, you know, I've now got an offer accepted. The thing is, it's free. So that the the getting an offer accepted is free. Getting a contract checked properly costs money by a lawyer, and uh, and the capacity of a buyer checking a contract property is probably not going to happen. So I think before you start getting getting into some debt or spending some money on the property, see if you can get your offer accepted first. It's a free question. Well, well, I, I would look at it two stages. You can request it straight away, review it yourself, and then make, like look at your offer, get it accepted, and then go to the lawyer. Because the things we're telling you now, you can check yourself. Is the dishwasher ticked, yay or nay? The title on the floor plan, the strata plan, like a lot of that's very basic that you should be able to look at yourself to confirm, get your offer accepted or uh, around that. And then obviously prior to exchanging anything mark is when you'd have your lawyer tick it off so we're, we're definitely not advising just buy a property blindly but when how many times mark do we see a property sold within a day within three weeks did and there's been con- did you spell contract wrong con- yeah i did i can edit that <laughs> conrac um then but how many times does a buyer miss out on a property because they're waiting for their lawyer to basically check the basics before they even make an offer. We're not even talking about exchanging. We're just talking about making the offer. It's silly. It's silly. So what would you check in a contract if you were going to be checking a contract and say you're not a real estate agent, you're the average bear buyer, what are you going to look for? So you ask the agent for a contract, what are you going to look for in there? Settlement time? Yeah, settlement time, but that also is what you're off. So you would, most of that will be quite. That's your, your moving move date. That's your date you're going to move in once you've signed. What else are you going to yeah. check? Settlement. Uh, I will check the title and the inclusions on the front page. Very important. So inclusions would be, you know, dishwasher. Is it included? Is it not? Light, uh, particular light fittings are they include floor coverings? They're the inclusions. They're they're located on the front page of the contract. What yep. else would you check inside a contract? GST plus or minus, especially if it's commercial property. So if I'm if I've yep. got to pay GST on top, um, also. 
the title reference. What is it? Is it Torrance title? Is it SP Strata Plan, the folio number? Um, all on the front page. Then, yep. what else, is there anything else you'll check on that? Or I think that sort of covers it. Or who the owner is? So you check, I think you mentioned a lease, if there's a lease in there. So, and why a lease is important is you can't move into the property because leases, um, the lease moves with a fixed term lease. Uh, you want to first of all see if, how long the lease Yeah, very important. And that can have, you just cut it out a little bit, but that can't move in for six months. Yeah, and that has other implications. And there's a lot in a lease you'd want to check as well, and a lawyer would probably be best to check that. But then um, another thing I would look to check is the strata plan because that's what you're really buying. Now, a lot of agents are they're honest, they're genuine, and they give you a marketing plan, but that really has – that's not really binding. So you, you don't want to – you don't want to rely on that too much. You want to check the strata plan. Mark, talk us through a bit. What's the strata plan in a contract? So when you get the property brochure, a drafts person has gone up and sketched what they physically see with their eyes. So, yep, balcony, yep, garage, yep, internal space, kitchen, bathrooms and stuff like that. But the strata land lies inside the contract that we're talking about today. And in that strata plan, it will have the defined spaces when the property was built and what technically is yours and what technically is not yours. The big standout that I'd watch out for when I'm checking is courtyards. Courtyards can often be not on title, uh, not on as exclusive use. Um, so the agent's drawn in some outdoor area, but that outdoor area doesn't belong to the property. They're trying to sell it. You're trying to buy it, but you're not going to get it. So that's something you check in a strata plan. Yeah. And then if you – I think they're probably like the biggest things. Yes, there's other stuff like – if you're if you're late to settle, there's interest. Most lawyers, it's it's eleven percent. They then try and haggle at eight percent. Like all that's minor stuff that sort of waits. But I'm trying to think of some other really big things. And they're really another thing. If you got a, be, a better level understanding, could be on the title. If there's a, a loan on it, it will nominate the parties interested in who have a financial stake in the property. Where that can come into. Um, where that applies is a lot of buyers, oh, I'm buying it all cash. We can do a quick settlement. Now, Mark, that doesn't mean you can actually do a quick settlement, especially if the bank's involved. Talk us through that. Yeah. So banks need minimum four weeks to settle. So you need to do a one-day settlement. The outgoing bank, which is the, the seller's bank, needs to be non-existent. There should be no bank. And then the incoming buyer, no bank then you can settle within a day or two. But as soon as you've got the introduction of an outgoing bank or an ingoing bank, you're going to introduce four weeks into your settlement period. So it will take time. So even if a buyer's cash or a seller has no debt, both sides have to be um, uh, no debt and cash purchase for it to be a quick settlement. In your contract, you'll see uh, if re as a registered interest, the bank will be a registered interest on the title. Um, you know what I just thought of another one, Michael, to, for, for people to check inside contracts, drainage diagrams. Oh, if you're buying a house, yeah, tell us. Yeah. yeah, no, great point. Totally forgot that. And that comes with the title. You want to know if there's any easements, uh, drainage under anything that could, especially if you're buying a house 
or a potential development. That would be the biggest thing that you can check yourself, but obviously have your lawyer review. Basically, if it's a dotted line going through the property, so you look at a floor plan, it's provided, it's it's registered with council. It's called the survey, basically, and it's a very boring, dull compared to the marketing plan. It's got the outline of the block, the outline of the property, and then you will know if it's basically like a clean land is almost what some buyers reference it as, or if it has... Uh, easements or what's the other word easements, sewer line, drainage anything like that, that is super important um, and you can check that yourself So there's five critical parts to a contract there's these there's um, the 149 certificate which is the zoning certificate there's those 12 pages that we talked about at the beginning, 15 pages whatever it is that we talked about at the beginning, they're standard pages they're New South Wales standard pages for a contract, there's the title which is shows you know who the owners are and stuff like that. Uh, one for one for nine certificate, which is a zoning certificate. Now the other one that we just mentioned, uh, very 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 important, is your sewerage diagram. Your sewerage diagram is a critical document to go in there. Uh, it's, man- it's mandatory to be in there, and it will show if there's any pipes. Or, or any any right of way that the government has over that that land. So you may, well, you may well you may see you may see this beautiful backyard screaming for a pool, um, and then uh, you buy the property, you go to put the pool in to find out that there's a there's a massive pipe underground that you didn't know about that you cannot move. So. Checking that is really, really important, guys. So having a look at that drainage diagram and then, and then seeing if that, if that affects um, your backyard. They can be redirected or moved. Uh, uh, some of them. Some can't because they're monsters. Or encased. Yeah. Which, which just adds to the cost. And, but basically what encasing means, you've got the pipe and you build a concrete bridge over it for, for this one. Uh, which will basically support it. So it may you may need to take into consideration if you love that home, but it's going to cost you twenty grand extra to encase it. It obviously an owner probably wouldn't take that much into consideration when you're selling it to deduct it from the price. But it's you being aware, and it's something you can look for. Not even most lawyers will pick it up, but not all the time as well. A lot of the time they're checking yeah, it all. Yeah, don't, definitely, definitely don't assume. Hey, definitely don't yeah. assume. Because a lawyer is there to mainly look at the wording, the documents. They assume you know about the property. A lot of the good ones will say, yeah, you know there's an easement. But it's not necessarily a point that they're to bring it up with you. They're more to bring it up, hey, like you have to settle by this date. Hey, your interest will be this. Not always the stuff about the property. It's like them saying, oh, did you know the kitchen leaks? A lawyer's not going to look at that for you. Now, the point of bringing all this together for you is just to give you what you can do yourself to speed up that process on making an offer to securing a property because a lot of people get stumped or miss out on properties because of a contract and not because what's in yep. it because they're waiting for their lawyer or they've built up this process or assumed process in their head. And that's, that's a take. That's a take. First week back in the new year, 2021. Yeah, Happy New Year, Michael. Happy New Year, everyone. It's exciting, exciting times. I don't, don't enjoy your um, in, enjoy your new um, 
year. <laughs> yeah, look, and you know what? This the whole COVID thing. I think ever. I, I think Sydney's been great. I think Sydney's been respectful, responsive. Uh, we're going to smash out of the ballpark, get rid of this thing, wearing our masks. Um, property. I won't say property's immune and be a smarty pants, but property seems like it's um, it's it's holding really? well, um, and everyone seems to be building it a bit of growth. Um, for this year, which is exciting. So the optimism um, and the sentiment for property with people in New South Wales, very, very strong. I don't think it's going to waver. Awesome. All righty, guys, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Giddy up. See ya. Bye.